Hello and welcome to Sonographers Spill the Tea, where we're here to discuss all things ultrasound, particularly safety in sonography and cap the caseload. We're here to uplift, educate, and foster a community of wellness and realness in ultrasound. And you'll get no shortage of real talk from me, your host, Joanna Hall. Disclaimer, real talk can get explicit at times, so this podcast may not always be suitable for tiny human ears. Now, let's get into this week's Tea in Sonography. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Joanna Hall. We are officially in November. I'm so excited to be in this month because it allows everyone an opportunity to mindfully practice gratitude. Uh, It's such a wonderful thing to be able to put those good feelings out, um, not only so that you can experience them, but so that others can receive it as well, that good energy, that grateful feeling. Your body will thank you. Your mind will thank you. Your spirit will thank you. And I love participating in this season. So welcome to November. Hopefully you guys are feeling all the good things this season. And we just wrapping up October as well, which was Medical Ultrasound Awareness Month, a time where we get to reflect on all things ultrasound and the amazing applications that we get to use it for, the great clinical settings we get to practice at, and just really celebrate all of the great things that sonography stands for and represents. So we were really happy for October because it just gave us an opportunity to really dive into ultrasound uh, and just focus there a little bit. But that being said, kind of mixing in the Medical Ultrasound Awareness Month wrap-up with the introduction to this season of gratitude, we're going to be spilling some tea on what has transpired recently with ultrasafe ultrasounds and some of the firms of the industry like the ARDMS and the SDMS. We've gotten so many questions about have we reached out to these firms? Um, If we have, what were their responses to us touching base with them? And just kind of what is our place in the industry? So we're going to address that today as we come from a place of complete gratitude, um, but from the sp- freshly spilt tea in sonography because we really don't believe in or subscribe to the silence part of the industry. Uh, We believe that there is really great collaboration in communication. And so we always want to work to effectively open the dialogue and really discuss the issues that we face in sonography when it comes to exposure and risk and what's on the top of the list there is really injury, uh, work-related musculoskeletal injuries. And that's something that our company has stood for since the beginning. Um, And it's something that we kind of continue to claw at as we put out really great content and then watch our content get dissipated by other entities. Um, But we're all kind of in the same bowl, right? We all quote each other. um, We all kind of are looking into each other's information and then digesting and regurgitating. So what I want to say first and foremost before we get into the tea is that this is not in any way, shape, or form like a diss episode or 
is coming from any place that is not of total respect, okay? I cannot do what I do. I cannot be who I am in this amazing role, both as a sonographer and an advocate for safety in our industry. I can't do that without what the other prior organizations in this industry have done. Um, the American Registry of Diagnostic Medical Sonography is a tremendous entity, and it's who I hold my credentials under, and I'm very proud of that. So I appreciate all that the ARDMS has done. We can have open dialogue about what's next and what's in the future for sonography um, without you know, standing on the backs of somebody else or any other organization to say that they have not done a tremendous job in the capacity that their work stands for, right? Same thing with the SCMS, the Society of Diagnostic Medical Sonography. They do tremendous work, amazing, groundbreaking, innovative, up-to-date work in the industry. And nobody can take that from them. And all we can do is acknowledge that work, appreciate that work for all it has poured into other folks and their professional lives. Um, and we thank them for all that they do. And now what does ultra safe ultrasounds do, right? How do we fit into this entire industry? Um, and what do we stand for? What is the work that we do? Our work is based in safety. If you can't obviously see the name of the business, Ultra Safe Ultrasounds, that is what compels us. That is what drives us. That is what our vision is. Our vision is that sonographers learn not only how to provide excellent patient care and be a provider like few understand. Ultrasound is so misunderstood, but that sonographers are also trained to understand what the physical ramifications of performing diagnostic ultrasound are on their bodies. Okay, there's so much more to understanding and uplifting an industry that is in a crippling disarray from injury. And the way to do that is to have open communication. We like to say that we are building the bridge for safety and sonography. And the only way we can effectively build that bridge is with communication, is with collaboration, is with opening the Pandora's box to say what nobody else wants to say, which is why is 90% of our industry suffering from symptomatic physical pain while on the job, and yet there are no clear support systems in place from the firms, the SDMS, the ARDMS, to say, hey, listen, this is what we are doing to address that risk. There have been a lot of acknowledgments towards risk, but not enough action. And that's what UltraSafe Ultrasounds stands for and represents. We are action. We saw a gap. We work to fill that gap. Personal note, I suffered my injury a couple of years into my career and I suffered with that injury for five years, only exacerbating it because I really don't want to have surgery. It's just not something, it's not a bridge I was ready to cross or anything I wanted to, to endure. Um, so I continued to scan really uneducated on what 
I had started in my body and what I was now perpetuating within my body. And it wasn't until that injury just hit a head when so many things hit a head, right? In 2020 that you go, that's it. There has to be more. What am I missing? I cannot spend my life um, doing orthopedics and physical therapy and physiotherapy and, and, and MRIs and cortisone shots and trying to build up my strength and, and not get re-injured and being on this cycle of inflammation, it was absolutely depressing and exceedingly difficult to continue to thrive in that type of a, a heavy circumstance. And so uh, we just got to work, you know, when we looked around and asked the questions, we weren't getting the answers that we needed. And so we went to find them. Uh, we find them and then we organize them and we've been dissipating those answers. And so we did reach out to the ARDMS um, earlier, not only earlier this year, excuse me, but at the end of last year, when we saw that the Alliance of Organizations was going to do a challenge to address uh, WRMSDs. And so we did reach out to them to say, hey, listen, we would love to participate in any way that we can. Uh, we offered the work we had done, the research we had done, um, all of the organization up to that point. Um, but we were told that the best way for us to participate was to enter into the contest. Um, and that contest was basically to submit for ideas on what to do. They would take those ideas, they would copyright them, and they would trademark them. They would be their ideas to do whatever with. Um, so I wasn't really willing to just hand over the work. Um, I was more willing to collaborate and see how we can work together to achieve what this end goal is, right? Which is supposed to be not just recognizing the injuries, but actually taking actionable steps to prevent them um, and provide education and training onto what's really going on with the body of the diagnostic medical sonographer. And so we were not met with... Um, we were not met with actionable steps to go forward with that relationship. And so we fell back and got back to doing our work. Um, come early 2020, um, we did release our white paper entitled The Sonographer-Specific Work-Related Musculoskeletal Soft Tissue Recovery Offensive Playbook. Um, and it was when that white paper was released after I had done, you know, the, the research, the work. I tell you, I scraped the internet um, to get as much peer-reviewed literature as I could get my hands on to digest, to say, let me see what everybody says. Um, what more research do we really need to do to address this and not continue to just recognize it? So we scraped the internet and we made the white paper. Um, and we released it and then we got touched base with by Intellios, by the ARDMS. Um, now they had responded to an email chain that we had um, started back in November of 19, uh, maybe December of 19. And they responded and say, hey, listen, we'd love to be able to work with you and include ultra safe ultrasounds in the alliance. Um, we saw the white paper. We'd like permission to share it. And I said, OK, that's great. In what capacity can we work together? Because 
as you can see from our previous thread, the way you had suggested was not a good fit um, for us at the time. And so we didn't really get a response there. It was more of a, we see your white paper. We want to share it with everybody. We need your permission to do that. We'd like to work together, but then there's no response on how to do that. So we touched base again with them within this similar time uh, time span, and we spoke with somebody um, over there for about three hours, and we had a really, really great conversation um, where we were going to discuss um, some of the work that we had done in that white paper, and again, how we can collaborate, open communication, and work together to be able to address the issue, which is what actionable steps are being taken to address work-related musculoskeletal injuries for diagnostic medical sonography. Right. I'm going to bring you right back to the core issue because that's the issue. <laughs> so um, after a three hour conversation, the takeaway there and I shit you not, the words have stuck in my head and they're burned in there for the rest of my life is we're just going to wait and take the temperature of the workforce to see how they really feel about these issues. And I tell you, it's burned in my head the way after I lost my son in utero at eight and a half months when the doctor came in and spoke to me like a healthcare provider instead of a parent and said, oh, so you're a sonographer, you've already interpreted this image and know that there's no cardiac activity. Let me tell you something, that sentence is burned in my brain because I could not believe the bedside manner of this physician and the way he was talking to me after I just suffered a third trimester fetal demise that we happened to find that day in clinical. Like It was just really horrifying. And so sometimes some sentences will just stick with you. And so that was one that stuck with me that the response to this urgency, to the recognition that you see that there's an issue. Now, what can we do was we're just going to kind of take that temperature and see what's going on. I say, okay, all right. So nothing. That's, that's what that sounds like. So nothing. Okay, cool. So we go on and we continue to do our work because let me tell you something, there's so much work to do. So what we wound up doing was actually taking our white paper and presenting it in a way where we can teach, where we can educate, where we can empower, where we can enjoy the content and really get great information in a way that's not so humdrum, you know, where it's, you're you're sitting there and you're going through a PowerPoint presentation or a slide and, and the presenter is just reading it to you. Like, I could have read that to myself. You know, I want you to engage me and teach me something that's meaningful to me that is going to impact my life in a positive and productive way. And so that was the goal. And so what we wound up doing was recording the Ergo Mechanics course, uh, which is part of what the T is on today as well. And 
and it was so great. I mean, we had students from all over the place, all over the country, every time zone, different countries. Um, we had them from different parts of the industry, educators and employers and employees, workforce members, students. Um, it was just a really great mix of sonographers during the summer live recordings of Herba Mechanics. So we did all of the work. We had a great time. It was a really impactful process. And once we were done with that, we wrapped it up with a bow and we submitted it for CMEs. Now, this was in August of this year. And so we submitted it to the SDMS. Uh, that was the recommended way to go. So that was the way that we rent. Uh, we went, especially since we reference the SDMS so much in our content. Again, we can't take away from their work. Um, we're very proud of everything that all the firms have done to be able to create opportunities for people like myself, for sonographers like myself to be able to have a place to do what they love to do. Um, so we decided to go through that route. Um, we submitted everything and we got an approval and we were very excited over that. We said, yes, this is really wonderful that the SDMS has recognized that this content um, is vital and valuable to the prevention of work-related musculoskeletal injuries and diagnostics ultrasound. So we were really grateful for that. Um, we decided to actually go to the SCMS and meet some of the leadership. And we also wanted to just immerse ourselves in ultrasound again. My goodness, we have not been able to conference in person in far too long. And it doesn't feel like time-wise it's relative, right? It's only been like a year or one cycle that we haven't been able to do things quote-unquote normally. Um, but it feels like forever. Oh my gosh, it feels like forever. So I was thrilled to be able to kind of conference hop this year and go from one place to another to another and just feel that energy and be involved in my industry and hear and listen to other sonographers present and just enjoy that community. So we definitely enjoyed our trips to the different conferences this year but it was so odd that after I met with some of the leadership over at the SCMS during the conference and it was within that next week that very next week all of a sudden our approval had gotten pulled from their CME's uh, approval roster and so we reached out to say, hey, what happened? What could have happened between when we submitted and we were approved? Six weeks go by. I go and I meet leadership and have a very intentional conversation with them. And then a week later, out of nowhere, our approval is pulled. Um, not only was the approval pulled, but we started to see some of our content circulate, which was really disturbing. So when we reached out to leadership that we had actually met over in Denver, uh, the feedback was that the content was inappropriate. Now, when we say inappropriate, we're referring to a mug that says you're a badass sonographer and shit. 
and I stand by that mug. I got one of my own. I drink coffee out of it every morning. Um, and then another, <laughs> an image of a squirrel uh, with testicles hanging down, which, you know, to me, a little humor can go a long way. And I don't know about you guys, but when I learned about ultrasound, I did not know the testicles were going to be involved. And I'll scan them. I'm happy to do it. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, sonographers just have to find our humor to kind of mix into what our job really entails. It's super serious, you know? So um, I like the idea of inserting humor into my work. It's not something I think I'm ever going to shy away from because it's who I am. Um, and so to best serve in this industry, I have to be able to do it at 100% me, you know? And so there was some feedback um, that we had to literally remove all humor. Um, that is a direct quote from all of the content. And I just so very politely declined. And I thought if, if that was what you went back and decided to focus on to pull CME approval for our course, um, then I thought that that was a little low level. And I say that because the content itself within the course is so exceedingly valuable for the sonographers to get, for students to get, for employers to get, for folks to really understand and get a full 360 view of what it's like to be in diagnostic ultrasound. And if nothing within the course content to you spoke invaluable and you honed in on humor as a reason to ask us to revise our content and resubmit it for approval, then again, it kind of goes into what I actually say within the course itself. Where is the motivation, you know, behind what content and what resources are actually being provided? So we chose to not resubmit for our CME approval for our course because we didn't really agree with the reasoning behind why the CMEs were pulled from the approval that they had already received six weeks prior and um, where one week later after I had had some active communication with leadership over there that it was pulled from their CME roster. So we just want to be able to always uplift the industry in a way that takes actionable solutions to the problems that are facing us today, um, the problems that have been facing us for decades and that will inevitably destroy us if we do not effectively come together to build the bridge for safety in sonography. Uh, it's what we stand for. It's the work that I am very passionate about and I will continue to do and I will do without the barriers or invisible lines that another organization wants to attempt to paint around me. Okay, so I just wanted to go ahead and spill that tea for you guys so you know exactly what happened and why the Ergo Mechanics course is no longer approved for SDMS CME credit. Again, this is not to bash any firm or organization. We can't do what we do without the work that they have already done. However, that doesn't mean that the status quo 
is acceptable or is sustainable for the future. And that's what we're here to do, to make sure that we have a future that is not riddled in injury and isolation and truly what can become a depression and a burnout of sorts that we really hearing about when ethnographers sharing their stories with us and what they have endured and the surgeries that they've had to recover from and the time off that they've had to account for and the the legal struggles, the legalities that have gone along with looking for support for an injury that they sustained doing a job that they love. So to sum up, let's clarify what ultra-safe ultrasounds place in the industry is. We represent safety in sonography, and we work to that effort in a couple of different ways. We work to staff sonographers in places where they are going to thrive, where they're not going to be treated like a warm body where they don't feel like they're working in a factory on a conveyor belt of patients. We want sonographers to be placed in places that recognize what it is that they do and will work to help elevate and appreciate the healthcare providers that they are. We also work through safety optimization and we do that a couple of different ways. We do that through certification, with our company. We will go through all the things to make sure that your facility is optimized for the benefit of patient, provider, and practice. That is all we talk about when it comes to optimization is it has to work for patient, provider, and practice. If it doesn't work for all three, it doesn't work for any of them. So certification is for the optimization of patient, provider, and practice when we talk about safety and a culture of safety. We also provide our ergomechanics course, soft tissue recovery videos for stretching, for strengthening, and different ergonomic by exam videos so that you can also have an idea of the ergonomics behind scanning, so that you can have an idea of the biomechanics of the body while stretching and strengthening. And the whole course gives you everything wrapped up in a bow with some humor attached to it. We also do the podcast because obviously you wouldn't be hearing my voice right now if you weren't into that podcast life. So we also spill the tea in sonography through the podcast because we believe in effective communication. And again, we do not subscribe to silence in sonography. We want effective communication. We want actionable solutions and we want to be able to take care of our patients while not having to worry that we will soon become the patient ourselves. Thank you guys for listening. We have some really great tea coming up this November. It's all about gratitude. We want you to feel all the good things. And so that's what we're going to be providing to you this month. In the meantime, make sure that you optimize your soft tissue recovery. That's all that 
oxygenation and blood flow deep into the fascia and connective tissue in your body, in your sonographer's shoulder. Make sure to take time to breathe. And that is what Ultra Safe Ultrasounds stands for. That is the work that we will continue to do. And it is our sincerest hope and wish that the work that we do serves to uplift an industry. It is imperative that we change the direction that we are going in in diagnostic ultrasound. It is very misunderstood what it is that we do by both civilians and our peer healthcare providers alike. We need education behind what it is that we do for all involved so that all invested can continue to receive ultrasounds or give ultrasounds at their very best. And if anybody listening to my voice right now is a parent, whether you're a sonographer or not, you have benefited from an ultrasound. Anybody who's had uh, an aortic aneurysm, you have probably benefited from an ultrasound. Anybody who's had a deep vein thrombosis, you have probably benefited from an ultrasound. Then yes, if you are a male, With torsion, you have probably benefited from an ultrasound. Yes, testicles and ultrasound are real. There is a correlation there. And I will not change my content. I won't do it. Testicles are real. It's real and ultrasound. Okay, you guys, enjoy the freshly spilled tea. And we'll see you the next time we have some more tea to spill in sonography. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea. If you want to continue to get all of the tea in sonography, make sure that you join us on all the social platforms. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast from. And visit us on our website, ultrasafeultrasounds.com, where if you're needing any services in sonography, such as staffing or safety, I'm your girl. I'll see you guys next time on another episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea.